Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. April 15, 2020, the non-tax day edition. First up, the SEC has charged former Goldman Sachs executive with, quote, egregious, end quote, FCPA violations, uh, stemming from an alleged bribery plot to help a Turkish energy company win a power contract in Ghana. Asante Burko, who holds both a U.S. and Ghanaian citizenship and lives in Ghana, was charged in a complaint filed in federal court. According to the SEC, Burko helped the Turkish energy company pay at least $2.5 million to a Ghana-based intermediary, all or most of which was used to bribe a Ghanaian official to secure approval of the electrical power project. Burko was an executive at Goldman Sachs in London. Uh, at the time, he allegedly resigned in 2016 but continued to help the Turkish energy company as a consultant after leaving the bank. Uh, next up, from the Wall Street Journal, Minky Sun in Risk and Compliance Journal, with an article that coronavirus has hobbled corporate monitoring. Um, in a somewhat interesting article, she says that corporate monitors really depend on going to a comp- monitored company's location and seeing how inter- people interact and how they relate. She uh, uh, did not really believe that you can do your job uh, as a monitor unless you can put uh, physical eyes on someone. Apparently, she hasn't heard of video conferencing or of all of the work that you can do uh, remotely. But if she doesn't believe it can be done, well, then in her mind, or rather for her, it can't be done. So um, monitors are adjusting their plans or delaying deadlines, and they're communicating with the Department of Justice on a case-by-case basis over this issue. In a huge announcement, the Department of Justice has repatriated $300 million to Malaysia in proceeds of funds misappropriated by 1MDB. Uh, In a press release, the DOJ announced it had repatriated the money and combined with other funds the department had previously returned to Malaysia. The U.S. has returned or assisted Malaysia in recovering some $600 million of funds misappropriated from 1MDB. These efforts are continuing. It came through forfeitures of assets from JLo. So, big win for the U.S. forfeiture effort and returning of the money stolen by JLo from the people of Malaysia through the 1MDB fund uh, by these actions. And finally, for those of you who think that the great state of Texas is filled with right-wing nutbags, gun nuts, uh, and people who want to congregate together uh, in spite of the governor's orders to uh, social distance, it appears that uh, oil producers are trying to get the Texas and indeed Oklahoma regulators to order cuts in production. Uh, This was done about 40 years ago. The Texas Railroad Commission regulated the quantity of oil produced in Texas from the early 30s to 1972, and it will consider a petition uh, by two Texas producers to prorate oil 
production. So uh, conservatives in charge of the state of Texas, it's not clear what they think about uh, having uh, a cartel, a government cartel uh, put in place, but at least they recognize that unbridled production will not help them dig their way out of the oil glut that's in. And indeed, only by cutting back on production, as the Saudis and the Russians have agreed to, can this oil glut begin to be expended. Although, typically, that comes in the summer vacation season with people driving, which may or may not happen this year. So, Texas goes liberal. I hope you are staying safe, self-distancing, and isolating during this time. Thank you for listening. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.